I'm Robert Therrell. I'm Chase Bridges. And we both want to be screenwriters. So listen along as we find out how. Each week we'll outline a new short film. And maybe even write some of our favorites. This is Written By. Welcome back to Written by Podcast, the number one podcast in the world. Right behind all the other ones. Right behind all the other ones. What's up, Rob? Robbie. Yeah. Robito. Roberto. Roberito. I want to be the next SNL cast member. <laughs> what? Here's why I should be. <laughs> Is that a reference Are to you something? not on TikTok at all? Are you talking to me? Yeah. Okay, it sounded like you were still doing a bit. Yeah, I'm, I'm on TikTok, but I've been I, busy this week. Oh, wow. I'm barely on TikTok, but that, that seems to be what's consumed at least my For You page for the past oh, month. Really? What is, is this? This dude made this song about why he wants to be the next SNL I have member. seen that. I have yeah. seen that. I didn't think it was that... Like, I thought it was just another video on my swipe. <laughs> I didn't realize that it had taken hold as a like a thing. It's It's become a... He's just been relentlessly made fun of for the past month. Good. <laughs> people, hey, people have to learn their lesson, yeah. dude. You can't act weird on the internet. I I almost feel bad for him, but like what what I think it is is he just he's not bad at what he does, but he just exudes the energy of that slightly annoying theater kid. Yeah. And so all of a sudden, like, everyone with this pent-up anger against theater kids are now like taking it all guy. out on one guy. Good. <laughs> Guys, that's what, that's what high school is supposed to be. It's, it's you, you act weird, and people beat you up, and then you're like, hey, maybe I should act like a normal person. But COVID had y'all people wilding. I saw it. Y'all was wilding. Y'all was posting stuff on TikTok and Twitter, and I know what you're saying. You're like, Chase, you were always wilding. I do it different. Yeah. Nobody's gonna step up to me like that. <laughs> See, I think I, I think I stayed weird, but I don't think you're weird, man. I, I think I think I've taken the parts of me that are weird, and that's what fuels my career, you know. Yeah, man, and that's yeah. how that's that's what's supposed to be. Everybody's yeah. weird. Yeah, unless they're Jake Novak. Who's that? The dude that wants to be the next. <laughs> Yeah, man, he really. He this really is old when I'm talking up. about it now. It's it's going to be very old by the. I just I you wonder, don't want to pile on, so we're just kind of talking about it way after the fact. I'm just curious, what is? It's become such a big thing on TikTok. What is Saturday Night Live? Are they going to do anything? Are they going to do a sketch? I'm dreading. I really don't want them to bring him on the show, but they're so desperate for ratings, they might do yeah. that. If they bring him on the show, it won't be as funny. Yeah. But if they did a sketch making fun of him, uh-huh. that's pretty funny. Yeah. I mean, bullying <laughs> at the end of the day, whether it's in your local hometown or on national television, it's always funny. <laughs> <laughs> and it's always acceptable. And uh, I wanna, I'm going to go on record and say that. <laughs> I can't wait for you to like get really famous one day and do something bad and like people go digging through your past and they find and this I'm like, clip. And I'll be like, I never said that. And then you hear, I'm gonna go on record. <laughs> it's like, ah oh, man. Nah, I'm doubling down. I was watching the Will Smith apology video today. Uh-huh. I don't know if you saw that. I, I read about it. I'm just 
I'm, I'm so done with that controversy. I am too, but mm-hmm. I wanted to watch the video, and I did. And as far as celebrity apologies goes, it wasn't the worst. But I was thinking, I was like, what would my celebrity apology be if I slapped Chris Rock at the Oscars? And uh, I think Will Smith went about it the wrong way, man. I would double down. <laughs> I would be on Instagram Live every night being like, you want some more smoke? Come get it. Because I feel like when you apologize like that and you start using big words, mm-hmm. like they're always like, they're always like, I just learned that I have a profound need for attention. I'm mm-hmm. so terribly sorry. And I realize that this is on me. And it's just like, I know that someone wrote that, whether yep. it be you yep. or someone else. I know it's not real. So I think it would be funny if it's like, yo, I messed up my B. <laughs> but <laughs> honestly, I'd do it again. Like, that's how I would apologize if I slapped Chris Rock. Chris Rock keeps going on stage and talking about it, making jokes about it, and it's, it kills every time. Yeah, yeah. I would do the same thing. Dude, totally. Me too. Yeah. Even though I was the bad guy, I would still do it. <laughs> yeah, we, we, we start this episode off chaotic. Yeah, I which, don't know. Which fits perfectly for, for our, our episode pitch today. Yeah, banana! <laughs> probably shouldn't have started this episode like that because it's gonna get worse (laughs) (laughs) this episode i might have to make a genuine apology for (laughs) you're gonna catch him next week going i messed up my b my bad and i'm gonna double do it again but i'm gonna do it again oh man (laughs) i was gonna say something earlier and i was like i was gonna save it for the episode what was was that? that what were we talking about was it about your shoots this week no we were talking about shooting children <laughs> with a camera, because that's what Robert did. <laughs> I wanted to get the heat off yes, me as quick as possible. I shot a vaca- recap video for a vacation <laughs> Bible school. Yeah, you shot some kids, and oh, man, what was I going to say? What were you going to say? Oh, well, if I remember it, I'll talk about it later. Guys, Rival Pitches this week, you know the drill. Each one of us has written a Minions movie. We're going to each give our pitch for our Minion movie, and then you guys can vote on Instagram which one you think is the the one that should get made. I'm not going to say the one that's better, because I always lose. (laughs) (laughs) You don't always. You you won this week. You won this week. Felt good. (laughs) Felt good. I, I think I'm about to go on a streak, Rob. I think you could. I might have to watch my back. Because... When we started doing rival pitches, um, I don't think it's a surprise to anyone. You're a better writer than me, um, and I think I've, I think I've gotten like I'm learning. I think yeah. the podcast has helped me learn. I think I'm actually doing uh, better. So watch your neck. All right, watch your neck, son, because I'm, I'm doubling down. I'll go on record. <laughs> I'll do it again. I'll do it again. <laughs> <laughs> doing minions movies. This week, yeah, hot man. off the tails of Minions, Rise of Gru. Yeah, when this comes out, it's going to be kind of old news, but I like it that way. Yeah, because we don't have the stigma. Exactly, we're we're putting we aren't just chasing the trends. We're putting Mm-mm. out evergreen content here. Minions, we're going to have Minions for the next fifty years. Minions oh, have yeah. Dude, taken killing. over. When that when that last Minions movie came out. You see pictures of Los Angeles, just minions, minions everywhere. everywhere, giant minions in the sky. I was at IHOP, and the, the IHOP menu is a minions menu. 
Yeah. It says Minions Menu on it. I'm not even yeah. joking. That's a real thing. Menu. 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 Banana. They, they had banana pancakes. Yeah. Banana Minion pancakes. Um, yeah, Minions are a big deal. I thought Minions were over after Despicable Me 2. Because Despicable Me came out, Minions became a huge thing. Yeah. Everybody was dressed up as Minions. Despicable Me 2 came out. People still love the Minions. Uh, the Minions are like the Facebook mom mascot. Yeah, they've gained a second life because they because, became a boomer meme. Yeah. And then, and then now they're a Gen Z meme. Yeah, because it came around and now it's ironic. And so you ironically post a minion meme. But then the irony circles back around to being cool again because enough people are doing it. Now, now we got yeet on a song. Now it's probably getting to the point where people are probably like, I'm sick of it. And then right when that happens, uh-huh. we're dropping this episode. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Robert's going to go first this week um, because I don't know if it's your turn to go first, but even if it wasn't, you're going no, first. It is. It is. Yeah. Because uh, Robert said he went hard in the paint, guys. And he said, he said not to hype it up, but it might be the greatest movie he's ever written. I not did to hype not it say up, that, but <laughs> he said that if this movie isn't the greatest thing you've ever heard, since the SpongeBob episode, then he will single-handedly, by himself, not me involved at all, Venmo each of you $300. Oh, that's a lot of pressure. That's what you said. I don't know why you said that. Yeah, church video does not make me that much money. To, <laughs> I guess I can't afford to lose. <laughs> that's right, man. It's time to grind. That va- Shooting those kids didn't pay enough. You got <laughs> I'm problematic. Okay, I need to calm He's down. <laughs> <laughs> you really are. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> I'm ready. <laughs> Minions. Nice. Is that the name of it? No. <laughs> <laughs> Just getting us started. Okay. Minions. Minions. You love them. You know them. Yeah. So, going into this, I've not seen the most recent Minions movie. I but either. I've seen all three of the Despicable Me movies. And then last night, I watched the Minions movie for okay. the first time. Now we are we are doing a Minions movie this time around, but uh, both of the Minions movies that have come out are both kind of prequel prequel movies to the Despicable Me movies. Yeah, not doing it with this one. This one is going to take place after the last Despicable Me okay. movie, but it it is still a Minions movie in that the three Minions, Stuart, Bob, Kevin, they're Kevin. the main characters. Okay, is Gru in it? Gru is in it. Okay. All our characters from Despicable Me are in, in the background, kind of doing their thing. They've really created a me. cinematic universe for themselves. Exactly. They've done yeah. a good job. Yeah. Again, that's why Minions are they are going to be around in 50 years. Around. Despicable so, Me 4 is coming out soon. Yeah. Or not soon. Next year or so. So, in, in typical me fashion to try to find an in mm. for what I want to do for this movie. I just, I wanted to hyper fixate on an aspect of it and just take it way too seriously. I, I think that's the best way to do it. Exactly. So minions, their whole deal. And we see this in the first minions movie. We see from their birth, mm-hmm. their evolution, them throughout the entirety of history, their whole deal is they want to serve the most evil person right. that's in the world at any given time. 
And that's that's their whole thing. It's in their biology yep. that if someone's being evil, they got to go over to it. If it's a T-Rex, it's yep. a T-Rex. Yep. If it's Dracula, it's Dracula. Yeah. If it's Napoleon, then... It's Napoleon. And they shoot him with a cannon. Yep. <laughs> now, uh, one, 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 one aside about the Minions movie, which I think is insane, but... Uh, the minions are seen all throughout history up to the Napoleon era, right. serving the most evil person in the world. And then they get trapped in a cave and they're yes. there from the 1800s to around 1968. That's right. And this is all on the record, Your Honor. Yeah, yeah. Uh, if you think about it for a little bit, it's because, oh, yeah, the writers needed the minions somewhere else because if they're serving the most evil person in the world, Around 1939 to 1945. O.J. Simpson. <laughs> I see where yeah. you were going. I know where you were going. Hitler. The minions are surfing oh, Hitler. Oh, yeah. You don't want which... the minions in the Holocaust. Exactly. If you can't make that movie. If you make minions in the Holocaust, you're going to... I think Kevin Feige from Disney will show up to your house and kill you. I know Despicable Me is not Disney, but yeah, I think but it just, still he'll still yeah, do it. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, that's a that's just something to think about. Is America's favorite cartoon character Could if they have. were around in 1945, totally would have been Nazis. Oh yeah, yeah, 100. percent I agree. But uh, so it got me to thinking. Age-old philosophical debate about nature versus nurture. Are you born evil, or does your environment thrust evil upon you? Mm. Now, minions seem hell-bent on, you know, serving whoever is the most evil person. I looked up the dictionary definition of minion, Ooh. and it is a follower or underling of a powerful person. That's on the record, Your Honor. Especially a servile or unimportant one. So, okay. Minions, by definition, don't make their own choices. They mm -hmm. need someone else to make their choices. I need some someone minions. evil. <laughs> I need some minions in my life, yeah. man. I'll be your minion if you're my minion. Okay. okay yeah. we're, we're, keep going. <laughs> <laughs> so. It sounded like a proposal. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be your minion if you'll be my minion. Well. Banana! Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> Well, you, 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 you just wait a little bit. You, you wait oh, for no. this pitch. <laughs> oh, no. But yeah, can a minion be in charge of his own destiny? Because it is ultimately our choices that decide oh, who snap. we are. Are we good or evil? Oh, snap. Can a minion rise above its very definition and take charge in his own destiny? Can he be in charge of his own decisions? Can a minion be a good person? Oh, snap. Something tells me we're about to find out. So we open, uh, and again, this is this is several years after Despicable Me three. What's the ending of that one? What happens there? I haven't seen it. I forget the exact ending, but basically, you know, Gru married that superhero, and he's part of the AVL, the Anti Villain, Villain League. League. Yes. And in Despicable Me three, he meets his twin brother Drew, right, and he tempts him back into a life of crime. And he almost goes down that dark path, but then he doesn't. Okay. I, I've caught up. Thank you. Yeah. So this is many years after, and Gru is down bad. Basically. <laughs> yeah. So his, his wife is working more and more at the AVL, but the AVL's not calling on him too much to mm. do things anymore because he's messed up a whole lot. Dang. 
you know, his wife's pretty good, but he's he's not all that anymore. He's a deadbeat. Yeah, his his three children, or at least the the youngest of the three, they're all grown up, and the youngest of the three is about to go off to college. And not the it's so fluffy. Yes. <laughs> oh man, she's going to college. Yep. Good for her. Yeah, and. Grew is getting audited by the IRS because <laughs> he wrote off a giant space laser on his taxes, which he shouldn't have done. And it, oh. it's such a big high ticket item, like several trillion dollars that, you know, right. they caught it easily. Well, <laughs> like yeah, you course. didn't pay your trillion dollar taxes on this. Also, he's been writing off all the individual minions as dependents. And of course, they're, they're I don't know, man. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like if they're, they're dependent on them. Uh-huh. <laughs> Not a bad idea. <laughs> so that's what's going on with Gru. He's feeling lonely. He's alone at his house and he's being audited. Meanwhile, our three main minions, Kevin, Stewart, Bob, and Bob, Bob, they are in town and they're just causing chaos. They're just being chaotic. They're messing with local businesses. They're like making the owner of a coffee shop like spill his drinks everywhere. Oh, yeah. They're making tying people's shoes together, making them trip and real hooligans. Just, yeah, yeah. Just all yeah. hooligan stuff. These hooligan three people. Behavior. And they're having so much fun doing it. They're laughing and everything. Ah, banana That's I don't that's that's my minion impression. <laughs> banana <laughs> Banana <laughs> That's the sound they make in the Yeet song. <laughs> But anyway, Gru has an idea to get himself out of this predicament. He is going to build a giant mind control ray because that way he can take over the mind of this annoying IRS agent that's always behind him and mm. make him stop. And so he's going to take that, uh, that big space laser that he wrote off his taxes. He's going to steal that and then he's going to convert it into a mind ray. And there's a certain special crystal that he needs as the final piece to make it work. Okay. And he's sending our three main minions, Kevin Stewart and Bob, Bob. to go get it. Heck yeah, Bob. Now, this, uh, this crystal, it's held in a museum in Vienna, Austria, which it's a quaint little town. It's very beautiful. A lot of people vacation there. In film, it is best represented as the setting of Before Sunrise, the 1995 rom-com directed by Richard Linklater, starring Ethan Hawke and Julie Defley. Have you seen this? No. <laughs> it's, great. it's a great movie. The, the whole premise of the movie is these two people who are traveling through Vienna and are stuck there for a day. Okay. They're just walking through Vienna, seeing the sights, having really philosophical conversations, and they're falling in love, but they know that they're going to be gone by sunset okay. and really beautiful movie. They made two sequels to one of Ethan Hawke's best performances. Oh, I love Ethan Hawke. But I, I bring that movie up for a reason and you'll see, but uh, yeah, so it's set in Vienna. Our three minions are scoping out the museum. Now, if, if you need a refresher on our three minions, Kevin is the tall one and he's yep. kind of the group leader. He's the Kevin. responsible one. He's the one that saved the day in the first minions. Movie. Exactly. Yeah. Stuart, he's he's just a he's just a good time. Uh, he in the first Minions movie, he's really into music and he's always trying to get he, a guitar. He gets a something. guitar from the Queen. Yeah, I haven't seen the movie. Yeah, and that 
then Bob is just a just a little derpy dude. He, yeah, uh, yeah. Bob. <laughs> just a little weird guy. Just ba, a little ba, ba, guy. Ba, 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 so the three minions are scoping out the museum that this diamond is held in, this crystal, because they're going to have to go on a heist and steal the diamond. And as they're scoping out, they notice someone following them. <gasps> There's a lady in a pink trench coat. And they're just kind of walking casually. They're taking a lot of weird turns, and she's still following them. And then finally they turn around, and they start to run. They start to run. And then that's when she reveals herself. She's a superhero. <gasps> she's the Flying Flamingo. Ooh, that's a good name. Yeah. That's just the first thing I came up with. Because flamingos like, don't fly. It. Exactly, yeah. But this one does. Yeah, because it's a super, super flamingo yeah, and a super dude. person. Yeah. Yeah. I'm on board. Yeah, so now the Flying Flamingo is chasing our three minions, and we're getting a little high-speed chase throughout Vienna. And, of course, it's a, it's a very quaint, quiet, picturesque town, and they're just wreaking havoc, causing destruction. Mm. But anyway, as the chase continues, the three minions get split up, and we're starting to follow Stuart. Because throughout this, like, from this point on, Stuart is kind of our main character. Stu. But Stuart is running, and he falls into a manhole. Ah! He falls underground. He wakes up, and he sees he's fallen into, it's like, the flying flamingo's lair. Oh, it's essentially it's her oh, bat cave. It's a few feet over that way. The flamingo f- foray. <laughs> I'm trying to think of a word that starts with an F that means room. Uh, the flamingo Fort- flamingo fortress. Foyer. Fortress. That's there we right. go. How did I go to foyer <laughs> before I went to fortress? Flamingo bro. fortress. I like that. <laughs> But All right. Stuart, Stuart wakes up, and then he hears something behind him. He turns around, and that's when we see it looks just like a minion. It's a woman, except instead of yellow, she's green. Green. And that's when we introduce, I'm calling them munchkins, because it's the only other M word I can think of. But essentially, they're minions, but they're Superheroes. good instead of evil. So like sidekicks. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. That's good for merchandising. Exactly. That's, yeah. I'm on board. Yep. I'm yep. on board. They're little green minions. Uh I might be wrong. I think all of the minions are guys. Oh, so, so all if of we're the, doing that, yeah, all the you know, that really them are girls. That really thematically holds with like the fact that men are evil. Yeah. And <laughs> exactly, I agree. Yeah. I agree. Because Robert was shooting children this morning. No. <laughs> on film. You shot them on I mean, film? No, I, uh, <laughs> I was just shooting reckless. a video where they were the subjects. <laughs> oh, now they're subjects. Right, carry on. Okay, I gotta okay. stop. <laughs> so so this, this good minion, this good green minion girl, uh, we're going to call her <laughs> Sandy. And okay, instantly, well. Stuart is smitten. She's like, oh, however the minions talk. And she's like, or whatever. And they're they're starting to hit it off a little, but then the flying flamingo comes back and he he hides behind a little rock or something, and she's frustrated because the other two minions got away. She's mm. like, "We gotta find these." I knew the instant I saw them, those are Gru's minions. He's planning <gasps> something evil, and I'm gonna stop him. And then I'm gonna be the best superhero of oh, all time. I knew I knew Gru couldn't stay good once. 
Once you start evil, you're always evil. That's There's right. no changing that. There's no going back. Someone should tell Will Smith that. <laughs> I'm a I'm a catch crew in the act. And his I'm gonna catch his little minions too. Yeah, with my munchkins. Yeah. And so all the all the other munchkins, because there there are a bunch of them in this layer, Is they're that all the offensive listening. term. Okay. I looked this up because I was like, I know this is like, it's a, it was it's like touchy, the 1920s. Yeah. I was like, I don't know. I, I didn't see any evidence. that I, mean, it was I believe you. Thing. I was just asking. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I might just call them good minions. I don't know. <laughs> no, double down, man. Dude, double down. I might okay. do it again. <laughs> yeah, do it again. <laughs> so, Stuart is listening to her talk to all the munchkins, but uh, Sandy... She kind of just looks at him and then walks away. She doesn't mm-hmm. sell him out, give out his location. And so Stuart manages to sneak back and he finds the other two minions. And basically, he cannot stop thinking about Sandy. And so, Sandy the Munchkin. Yeah. And so they meet up again later. And basically what this sequence is, it's them falling in love. And we were pretty much just going to rip off or heavily take inspiration from before sunrise okay we're just gonna have a big rom-com type moment for oh. most of most of this second act here okay. where it's just them walking around vienna they're talking what i love about the minions movies is i love things that work really well with no dialogue and are just visual yeah. gags and jokes. And they don't have any dialogue. Yeah, well, the Minions movie, it's kind of it's kind of the best of both because they do talk and mm-hmm. so you could tell that they're saying things and, and every once in a while you emotion. get the most important word. But you also, you don't have to hang on to the dialogue yeah. too much. So you got it's the best of dialogue and no dialogue. And so... I wonder what the subtitles look like in those movies. I'm curious that, now. It's I a gotta, good... Yeah. Anyway, carry on. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they're exploring all the sites of Vienna. They're going into coffee shops and <laughs> they're just talking like, <laughs> they're walking around. They're looking at all the sites. Uh, there's a really iconic scene in Before Sunrise where they're in a record store and they're in a little booth listening to a record together. And oh, so, so we you, have the, you the little scene. minions in yeah. the record store. And then also in the record store, Stuart finds a guitar for sale. Because, of course, he, he <gasps> loves a good guitars, guitar. Yeah. And so he buys a guitar. And then he serenades Sandy with a... You know, all the all the Minion soundtracks always have one song with the Minions covering a popular oh, song. Yeah, so, so I thought, you know, like, a, I'll follow you into the dark death cab for QB, but it's the little Minion going... I was thinking, Never Gonna Dance Again by George Michael. Sorry, go ahead. I choose that song because it's one of my favorite songs. And also, Glaive just did a great cover. Oh, I, saw, I saw where you posted yeah, about that. Yeah, it's, it's fantastic. Banana. Banana. Ba-ma-ma-ma, banana-na. <laughs> <laughs> and so, again, we're just getting a really cute rom-com between two minions. They're talking a lot, and we only catch a little bit of what they're saying. But uh, towards the end of the evening, because, of course, minions, they're evil, and they're prone to chaos. And as mm. we saw in the first scene with the three of them, they like to wreak havoc when they're yes. out in public. Yes. And Stuart's been able to behave himself a lot, but they're, they're walking down the street, and Stuart bumps into a kid 
who has an ice cream cone. Ice cream cone falls on the ground. The kid just has a shocked face, and it's really sad. Oh, yeah. It's a tense moment. And then Stuart just bursts out laughing. He's like, <laughs> 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 He's like pointing at the yeah, kid. Yeah, I can see it. I can like, see it. <laughs> but then Sandy, she just looks at him like, what are you doing? And then she walks up to the kid. She like picks up a little ice cream cone. Puts it on a little minion forehead, like she's like a unicorn or something. Oh, just pretend to be a little makes unicorn. him laugh. Yeah, she cheers the kid up, makes oh. him laugh. I'm like, oh, and then something clicks in Stuart. Where he's like, oh, you made her feel happy, and that kind of felt good. good. What is that? Mm. But anyway, uh, Stuart. Meanwhile, goes back to the little hideout that the three minions have made. And Kevin and Bob are very upset with him because they've had to plan this heist the whole day and Stuart has just been nowhere to be found. That's very funny. Of course, just a short little minion talking, or whatever. That's all I know. Hey, you got to be on your A game because we're stealing the crystal tomorrow. And also throughout this movie, we're going to intercut a bunch of scenes of Gru who is video chatting with them, so it's like, like the updating them yeah. on the progress. Yeah, because Gru, he's just he's going through a midlife crisis. His kid, he's about to be an his empty last nester. kid is leaving. Yeah, empty nester, midlife crisis. His wife is busy. Yeah, so he's just he's up to midlife crisis activity. He bought a motorcycle. That's exactly what I wrote down. <laughs> bought a motorcycle. He's ripping through town with it, but of course it's like a super souped up, like you know motorcycle that like blows things with a up rocket and yeah yeah he's bought a leather jacket he's slicking his hair back oh, yeah. uh, he bought a boat <laughs> oh yeah yeah and he's also it's very oh. important that he he hides this from the wife and so he's always video chatting from the bathroom the boat you know how every boat has like a little pun name his yeah. is chilling like a villain chilling like a villain <laughs> nice <laughs> yeah so yeah Grizz up getting updates on the progress we're seeing all that but it's the day of the museum heist. And of course they run into the flying flamingo. And of course, you know, we start off with just the classic like little beats of a heist thing where they're like sneaking through the ceiling, dodging lasers and everything. But then the flying flamingo comes in and it just becomes chaos. And of course all the, all the good minions, all the munchkins are hiding out. They're also like shooting at them and everything. And so it becomes a big chase with a lot of collateral damage. And since Stuart just learned about being nice, kind of, he's starting <laughs> to feel bad every time, you know, they run over a street vendor <laughs> and or his watermelon a, stand or the, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and so he's starting to have this little crisis of like, oh no, I'm making people sad. But of course oh, they snap. also, they got to get that, get that thing and right. go away. And of course there's a moment where they're about to get to their getaway vehicle, but Sandy is there, and Stuart kind of steers away from Sandy to like not not mess her up or anything, and that leads to them not getting to the getaway vehicle. The flying flamingo destroys it, and so now they have the crystal, but they don't have a way of getting back to Gru, and so they're hiding out in a little mountain town near, like in a mountain near a lake type yeah. thing. They're hiding out there, and anyway, like towards the Towards the evening, Kevin and Bob, they just don't know what to do. Kevin's trying to figure out a new plan. Late in the night, Sandy comes up to their location, and she and Stuart are talking by the lake. 
things are getting really nice. romantic because, of course, man, this is like a Romeo Juliet situation. They it shouldn't is, be together, yeah. but they are. So there's all that tension, but they're sneaking around and they're about to do a big minion kiss when Kevin <gasps> walks in. He and discovers this. <gasps> yeah. And so they've captured Sandy. They put her in a little cage and they sit Stuart down just in a chair. It's dark. He doesn't know where he is, but then the lights cut on. It's like the living room of a little cabin or okay, something. Okay. And everyone has folding chairs around. It, they're around him in a circle. <laughs> it's an intervention. And, yes, it's it's Kevin, <laughs> it's Bob, and then a laptop with Gru on the oh. on the video chat. <laughs> and they're having an intervention where they're talking about you just you haven't been you haven't seemed really evil recently. Oh. And it's like this is this is how you're not being evil has affected me. And it's like, <laughs> look, we, we all care for you, but you're just a little we're a little worried that you aren't that evil anymore. <laughs> That's really funny. Yeah. <laughs> so there's that scene, and that's when Gru is like, You 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 need to be evil, Stuart. This is your job. You are a minion. Since the dawn of time, minions have been evil and served the most evil person in the world. That's facts. Yeah. No printer. You gotta lean into that and you gotta get me that crystal. That crystal baby. Now, Sandy, she has a little tracking device on her because you know, all the you know, everyone has a tracking device. Our phones are tracking maybe devices. They, maybe it's just an yeah. Apple Watch. Exactly, yeah. yeah. But anyway, the Flying Flamingo has found the hideout that next morning. And there's a big fight scene. And Stuart and Sandra are trying to run off together. Stuart has given up on the crystal and is trying to run away with his little minion love. But then Gru arrives on <gasps> his new boat, which can fly now. And so, oh, heck yeah. Yeah. And so now it's just a big battle scene between Gru and this flying superhero and these minions, good and evil, all clashing with each other. But then Gru, Stuart ends up with the crystal, and Gru is right there, this person he served for so long, telling him to give the crystal so he could put it in the mind ray, and he's looking at Gru and he's looking at Sandy, Sandy, and he has to make a choice. And Deep down, we, we hear all the audio of everyone telling him that he needs to be evil, and that's what minions do. <laughs> and he hands over the crystal to Gru. And so Gru puts it in the mind control ray, and he instantly, he first takes care of the flying flamingo, because that's the immediate threat. But then we see him take over the mind of the IRS agent that is back in his place. Nice. You just, you know, making him do funny stuff like hitting himself in the head <laughs> and like jumping off of buildings. And, and yeah. Yeah. But then Gru is like, oh, wow, this is this is nice controlling my it's kind of nice being evil again. This is so much simpler. And then he takes over the mind of his wife and <gasps> makes her leave work and go oh. home. And then he takes over the mind of his children oh. and makes makes his youngest unpack and the other two come home from college. And he's like, oh finally, my life is my fixed. Family. I'm not alone anymore. Man, why was I good for so long? This evil stuff, man. This oh, slaps. No. This is good. Oh, no. And then all the good minions are starting to realize what's happening to their hero, and they're starting to attack, and the Gru controls all of them, and then he controls Sandra, and now Stuart controls Sandy, and now Stuart is looking at his little minion girlfriend, 
And of course, like her eyes are all hypnotized. hypnotized He's starting to feel upset. And then Gru is like, you know what? I'll just control the entire world. Then I won't have any problems because I can control everything. And he starts to take over all the townspeople in this town. And the steward's looking around and they all look kind of unhappy and they look (laughs) scared. And he's learned that it feels good to make people feel good. And then he's like, Gru, you got to stop this. And Gru's like, no, I won't. I'm evil again. This feels great. I'm making the world a better place. And then Stuart starts to walk toward Gru. He's determined. He's going to take the crystal back. Oh, yeah. Stew, stew, stew. And then Gru tries to turn the ray on him. And we get that sequence where he has to fight the mind control. And yeah. he's hearing all the audio of, you're evil, you're a minion, that's what you got to do. We're seeing flashes of minions all throughout history. Genghis Khan. Yeah, minions with Genghis Khan. Minions with... Minion movies, they really have some pretty crazy jokes. Yeah, like they do. the Minions movie applied the moon landing was fate. <laughs> Maybe they know something we don't, brother. So yeah, Minions with Genghis Khan. Uh I think it'd be funny if there was like a Who's a who's an actor we don't like? <laughs> There's a minion with Will Smith <laughs> right before the Oscars. <laughs> oh, that's that's actually a really funny joke. Yeah. I was gonna say Taylor Swift, but she's a musician. <laughs> yeah. But then uh, we're seeing his eyes start to get a little hypnotized, but he's fighting it, and he's determined to save everyone. He walks over there, defying everyone's wishes. He makes his own choice, and he takes the crystal back, and the ray shuts down. Everyone's free again. Stuart rushes to Sandy, and Gru is just sitting there, and he's looking around everyone. He's like, oh, no, what came over me? And his... His wife and kids fly over because, oh. you know, his wife has one of those yeah. flying vehicles. Yeah, yeah. And she's like, what, what was all that about? And Gru's just like, oh, I just, I was, I was starting to feel so alone and so hopeless and uh, that maybe want to be evil again and everything. And uh, I'm sorry, I shouldn't have done that. But written a lot better than that. And then Lucy and the kids <laughs> are like, hey, just because we're God doesn't mean, look, we're a family. We're never going to leave each other alone, all that sort of stuff. And then that's when Kevin and Bob walk up to Stuart and Sandy, the good minion. And that's when Stuart is like, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to leave with, uh, with Sandy. And so now the, the three, the three musketeers of the minions are all saying their goodbyes. It's a long and teary goodbye. Yeah. Yeah. And then we cut to Sandy and Stuart. They're in the little home. It's really quaint, Whoa. nice looking. It it looks like they stayed in Vienna. It looks like okay. one of those homes. Okay. Where they fell in love. Yeah. They wake up. It's real peaceful. He makes them breakfast and coffee. They eat together. And then we hear Kevin go, hi, or whatever. <gasps> and then we cut to a one, and they're just right next door to Gru and Woo! Hey, man, if you told me that that was just the plot of the next Minion movie, I would believe you. That's really good. Yeah. Now for a real minion movie. <laughs> no, but in series, all seriousness, that's very good. Uh, I think it hits all the points of a minion movie, yeah. even the merchandising, because you can make a whole yeah, new we got green a whole minions. New, yeah, uh, the music element. Every honestly, someone should buy that. <laughs> that's a really good minion yeah. plot. Uh, but yeah, to tie it all together, I read a quote where it's like it's from a psychologist. He's saying it's not about nature or nurture. 
It's just all about the choices we make, and it hinges oh. on Stewart making a choice, choice, even when he's, he's, you know, there's that weapon that's trying to make him not able to make choices. He makes a choice. That's awesome. Yeah. That's, no, that is really And we really got a good. little Minion cover song in there. Heck yeah. Was, all, of the, all of the plot points are, like, perfect for a Minion movie. The Romeo and Juliet stuff. The Gru facing his family leaving and being lonely. All of it. Like it honestly sounds like you just read the next script for <laughs> a minion movie. Now let's get serious. Alright. My minion movie. I'm not gonna tell you anything about it. I'm just gonna jump in. Okay. We open. A group of minions are listen a listen or they're listening to another minion tell a story in, in their cave. They're all in that cave. Um, that Robert was talking about earlier, where um, after Napoleon, right, mm-hmm. they all move into the this cave system, separate from the world because they keep messing stuff up. And so this is in the cave era. Okay. What was the years you said? There was like a big chunk of years. Oh, you don't have yeah. to pull it all the way back out. It's just it was like, like 1800s to... Like 1970. Oh, yeah. It was like 68, I think, is where the okay. first Minions movie. Okay, so... Um, they're in the cave and it's like, they're all the same age, but like you get the vibes that the one telling the story is kind of like a, a wise man, you know what I mean? So, uh, he's telling a story and a lot of other minions are helping him tell the story with shadow puppets on the cave wall. And then you get some cool animation with that because they, they don't talk. So the story is kind of being told through the shadow puppets and, uh, they're telling the story. Robert was tell, did this as well, telling the story about how after being the downfall of so many supervillains, they decided it was best to live in isolation in this cave system. And while this story is being told, we see a minion named Chris. Because all minions are just named after Gen X dudes. Yeah, they all have very normal names. Yeah, Kevin, Bob, Chris, Stu, they're Gen X names. Uh, and he seems frustrated during this story. And so after the story is kind of over, Chris erupts into song and this song is all about how there has to be more to life than just this cave uh he wants purpose out in the real world and uh in 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 the song there's like a back and forth where it's like a um it's like in high school musical when zach efron and corbin blue are like fighting in a song and it's like it's like no young man yeah not this way banana Uh, banana And so the other minions are like, no, this cave is where we belong. We're not allowed out in the real world. And there's a back and forth until finally everyone's like, we can't go out there. We'll ruin everything. But Chris, he has this determined look on his face. And uh, he's going to prove them wrong. He's not like the other minions. He could be a benefit to evil people. He will not screw everything up. He could be uh, the greatest supervillain of all time himself. And so that night... While everyone is sleeping, Chris sneaks out of the cave and begins his adventure. That's the opening, baby. That's that's good right there. Uh, Chris is running around a town. uh, And we're starting, like at first, it's like he's just running around a town. But then stuff starts to get weird. We're seeing people kind of carried on gurneys and carts. Uh, We're seeing like wounded people limping through the city. And a woman is heard screaming, the war is over. We have lost. And she's speaking German. Oh, no. Did you make the minions Nazis? Chris keeps... <laughs> oh, no. Chris keeps... Oh, no. <laughs> 
Chris keeps. <laughs> so Chris. <laughs> Chris keeps kind of going through the town and he keeps asking people questions They're like, what's going on? And uh, he doesn't speak German and they don't speak Minion. So he's, he's only getting bits and pieces. And basically he's starting to understand that Germany had just lost a war. And he was like, well, who beat them? Because in his mind, he was like, whoever caused this much devastation and damage to these people must be the greatest villain of all time. Um, but no one could understand him and he didn't speak German. And then finally he, he stumbles upon a guy. You're about to have to apologize for this. Hey guys, this is Chase. I just wanted to jump in here after the fact. This has been a, a few weeks after we recorded this episode. I'm not sure what I was on when we were recording this one. Uh, I'm not going to apologize, uh, but <laughs> I, I did cut the rest of my pitch. Not because it was necessarily offensive or anything. Uh, basically, the, the plot is the, the one minion helps Hitler do all those terrible things, and then at the end of the, the movie, uh, the minions murder Hitler. So, you know, it's, <laughs> it's a touchy subject, and it's better to be safe than sorry when you're posting something on the internet forever. So, uh, I cut the rest of my pitch. You can still hear my minute pitch at the end of the episode, and you can still vote for mine if you want, you know? <laughs> I don't expect you will. Uh, to be ca- completely honest, I only did the, the minions helping Hitler because it's a big meme and I thought it would be funny. But then, after the, the shock of the initial reveal, it, it's not the best. So, just wanted to jump in and let you know that that's the end of my part. My idea for a Minion movie is going to take place long after Despicable Me 3. Gru is going through a midlife crisis because his wife is working a lot. He's not. His kids are going off to college and the IRS is auditing him because he claims all the Minions as dependents. So his plan is he's going to build a mind control ray and he sends our three main Minions off to get a special crystal that needs he needs to activate the weapon now the crystal is located in a museum in vienna which you might know as the location of before sunset the richard linklater rom-com starring ethan hawk i say that because this movie is essentially going to be a riff on that movie where stewart needs it's like a minion but instead of yellow it's green and it's a woman and instead of evil they're good they're good minions and Stuart, the evil minion falls in love with the good minion and they have a nice little forbidden love in this really cool city but eventually Stuart has to make a choice between his evil instincts and the love of his life sup i wrote a minions movie and you know what i think the minions have had it too good for too long because they're evil I don't know why we keep acting like they're cute and innocent creatures when in reality, if you go back in my movie, there's one minion that went so wrong, like Voldemort. It was during World War II. I'll let you fill in the blanks. Basically, this minion named Chris helped Hitler rise to power. And uh, the movie is basically Hitler versus the rest of the minions because the rest of the minions were like, yo, this is really messed up. Like, we like evil people, but this is too much. Chris and Hitler reign terror just like in real life. So you can't get upset at me because this happened in real life. Uh, And basically the ending of the movie is uh, in comedic minion fashion, Chris the minion accidentally kills Hitler, uh, makes it look like a suicide, and then the minions lock him up forever until he comes back for the Trump administration. Ah! 
And that does it for this week. Thank you so much for listening. And now you know what time it is. It's time for you, the listener, to decide who had the best pitch, even though only one of us really went this week. And yeah, again, look, I was in the room for that minion pitch. And like Chase said, it's nothing really offensive. It's just we we aren't like shock comics we aren't these edgy comedians that are trying to offend people that's not a lane we've ever been in and it's not a lane we want to get into so yeah we just thought it was best to not put that out there hope you guys understand and aren't too disappointed but hey you can still vote for the rival pitches y'all y'all know the drill for that just the instagram post from today october 10th has the same graphic as what you see in your podcast player. Leave a comment at the end of the season. Whoever has the most rival pitch wins. We'll get a special prize that we we still haven't decided, actually. I know I say that every week, but it's just now dawning on me that we really should decide something soon. <laughs> but uh, yeah, go vote for rival pitches. I'll only be a little offended <laughs> if you don't vote for it this week. Uh, we're at written by pod on Instagram. That's the best place to stay up to date with everything we're doing. Uh, we are over a thousand followers. Some Instagram posts have really been popping off. So thank y'all for that. We are also at written by pod on Twitter and we started a TikTok page recently. We're at written by pod on Twitter. We're still going through posting some of the older reels and stuff from the Instagram, but we have some really special plans for that TikTok page in the future. So you're going to want to give that a follow. Anyway, I'm Robert, Chase's co-host. You can follow me at Robert2 underscores Isaac and Chase at ChaseBridges2 underscores. we got a really great From the Bowl episode coming at you next week. We'll see you then.